Welcome to the On-Premise IT Podcast, the only show that dares to be both on-topic or on-premise and on-location sometimes or on-premises. Each time we meet, we bring together a group of IT experts to discuss a single idea. On today's episode, sponsored by Dell Technologies, we're discussing cybersecurity and storage, and specifically whether security has to be integrated throughout the entire IT stack. But before we get into that premise, let's meet who's on the panel today. Pete? Steven, great to be here. I'm Pete Gare from Dell's Cybersecurity Portfolio Marketing Team. Hey, everyone. Humbled and honored to be here. Another phenomenal episode. My name is Gerard Cavallinas. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at gcavallinas, LinkedIn, gerard.cavallinas, and I'm the founder of TechHouse 570. Hey, everyone, and thank you for having me. I'm Enrico Signoretti, Senior Storage Analyst at Gigion. And I'm Stephen Foskett, organizer of Tech Field Day, publisher of Gestalt IT, and host of podcasts like this. So uh, Pete and I go a long way back in the enterprise technology industry, and a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, storage uh, was not really all that concerned about security. In fact, storage had pretty terrible security. And I remember pe people like us looking at it and saying, man, there's so many opportunities here for uh, people to get in, people to change things, people to exploit. But over time, it got much, much better. And today's enterprise storage systems actually have a really remarkable set of security controls. And not just that, but they also have detection and mitigation systems built in like we've never seen before. So Pete, given this, uh, does security have to be integrated throughout the entire IT stack? And great to be back with you. And, and, and I would agree with that premise. I do think that we're at the point where Security technologies, whether that's multi-factor authentication or others, do need to be built in or intrinsic in all of our IT infrastructure. And the other part of that, though, is that I think security operations or security management probably needs to become more centralized because our IT environments are so distributed and large today. It's, it's not like 10 or 20 years ago where we had monolithic data centers that were much easier to protect, right? Today's IT infrastructure is virtu virtual, distributed everywhere we operate. So I think we need to look at it in both ways. Well, I would like to add that uh, uh, from my point of view, there are two levels of security. One day, on one end, we have the infrastructure security. I mean, we don't want anybody to mess up with our infrastructure, including storage. But on the other end, there is the data stored in the storage system, which is probably even more important from uh, a certain extent, because even if you can mess up with the infrastructure, so you can delete, for example, my lands or volumes, but you have the ability to you know, mess up with my data. Think about ransomware, for example, that's an affront. So there are uh, different point of view, same stack, different approaches, and probably different tools. Yeah. And just to piggyback on that, you know, it's crazy too. coming from a more generalized background, you know, I've seen it, whether it be a fleet of machines, the infrastructure storage, even so far as now we're expanding out into the cloud, right? I mean, threats are there and it's, it's, it's an awesome thing that there's so many different types of solutions. It's EDR solutions, endpoint detection and responses that can give you real time updates to prevent a lot of these things. Cause we know how nasty ransomware can get. And that's just to, you know, tip, tip the iceberg. It does seem, though, that as more and more storage systems are adding, uh, for example, um, uh, protected snapshots or other ransomware mitigation techniques, that they're advertising them as sort of a one-fits-all solution. Like, hey, you know, buy our storage thing with now with ransomware, and um, and you're you're good. You don't have to worry about it. But I do not agree with that. 
No, and and the reason I say that is just like security software for a computer, right? It's we look at it from an enterprise level. There's so many different types of EDR solutions out there, and you know, as I've mentioned before, one of them specifically, you have to actually train it. What I mean by that is you have to you work specifically with a seasoned product engineer, maybe set up a few sessions and calls to tailor it and custom suit it to your environment. Because if you don't, you can't just throw an EDR solution out there and say, "Hey, it's going to work," because that's when it will start viewing the most harmless things, start ripping them out, you know, start blocking ports, causing misconfigurations, changes on our infrastructure, router switches, APs, and so forth. So it's definitely not a just throw it out there and then just let it go. No, you really have to, you know, find the right solution, right product that's going to fit your environment and then, you know, tailor from there. Well, I have another, you know, uh, point of view here. I mean, so there are two aspects again. Sorry, I always talk in this, uh, you know, analyst lingo with it depends. But, but actually, uh, you have... Uh, uh, you have the um, the data that you are protecting, and some of the tools that are implemented in the storage system are easy to use now. Are really easy to use. So it's a feature, and so you uh, you have a immutable snapshot. You have a lot of you know small uh, functionalities that you can enable, and they can, and they they just work. I mean, if the system was designed properly, so you can enable a lot of small. Uh, features that just really add. On the other hand, uh, there are some more complex uh, processes and uh, and software, for example, data protection. I mean, you, your software, your data protection software can have the fun- functionality, but you, if you don't have no uh, somebody that knows what it does when it installs the software, configure the software, and manage the software, then probably you can back up everything and send it to a, you know, I don't know, to nowhere, for example, slash dev slash now. And that's it. I mean, that, that becomes a problem. So, I mean, so th- there is the easy part that some vendors are implementing on their system, and there is the complex part. And they, and they have also two different, uh, uh, not just two different approaches, but actually two different targets, probably, both in the internally in the organization and uh, as they are used. I, just to make a couple of comments, Enrico, I love the distinction you made earlier about data security and infrastructure security. And I think that point, that distinction is going to become more pronounced. Uh, and frankly, no matter what business you're in, whether you're in the business of designing cars or manufacturing automobiles, uh, data is life, your lifeblood, right? It's part and parcel of whatever business you are in. Um, so you know, there's securing the the systems that we use to create and access data is one part. Creating, uh, securing the data itself, though, is something pretty interesting. And because data itself is so portable today, right? We use it, we create it everywhere. I think security certainly needs to be intrinsic or built in. Maybe it's maybe it's the security um, consistency. It has to be more consistently enforced versus being centralized yeah one of the i mean um, lately at least i write a lot about data security as part of a larger data management uh, problem so you have to think about data management first and with data management you start thinking about you know creating more visibility uh you know knowing your data what uh, maybe indexing it and uh, trying to uh, think about your data uh, as a single entity, huge entity. And then no matter if it's distributed, no matter if it's 
you know, store it in different clouds, on-premises, whatever. And then on top of this, you can think about data security because you have all the tools. You have the tools to understand your data, you have the tools to understand what happens, and then act properly. Yeah, and I also think too, you know, coming from a healthcare background, even prior to that, and it, this is unintentional, you know, this isn't f- towards anybody. It's just, I think a large amount of time what happens is now, not every company or organization globally will like can have a dedicated centralized person just go, hey, let me look at the data, right? You know, we go back to the old saying, jack of all trades, master and none. So what happens is, you know, you're managing infrastructure, you're managing data, you're managing security, and somewhere in there, you know, you're, you're, your, your, your perception and your perspective kind of slides away to other pressing issues at the time. And then sometimes, you know, that just something like that going to the wayside can cause a much bigger catastrophic problem. So I think it's just us being more diligent, right? Like it's great to have tools being in real time and, you know, kind of showing you and monitoring, hey, there's a problem, you know, we just got hit with ransomware, but it's a matter of also how we respond to it as well. Like we need to be more proactive instead of reactive because having it in real time is great, but if you don't recognize it, then it's not really going to make much of a difference. There is also another aspect that uh, uh, is underestimated most of the time. So not not all the storage is the same, and also the applications that are accessing the storage. I mean, we we passed the moment when you know human generated uh, data is the uh, the biggest part of the data that we are managing. Now we are talking about also uh, machine generated for most of the time. And another aspect is that ninety percent of our data is now unstructured data. Which is managed totally in a totally different way than unstructured data. So you have metadata for unstructured data, and so you you have many more uh, information on how to access and probably protect this data. So you you can act differently. While instead, if you have a, a you know your block storage, this is just a line of volume, something that is protected as a wall. So it's different approaches, and maybe on the top layer you have the same tools. I mean, so we talked about the integration, so end-to-end integration, and maybe from the uh, from the top end, you see everything, you know, as data, okay? But in the end, you have to, uh, you need the ability to dig into it, understand, apply policy differently, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there is a, another layer of complexity from my point of view. Yeah, it becomes too, you can take all that data, but data is very generalized. Where is the data coming from? How do we create, just to piggyback off your point, where do we take those custom policies and set them, you know, from the top down? And I also think, you know, we have created, we collectively, vendors and users and customers have created this patchwork almost intentionally, right? I mean, we as customers of IT optimize for performance and flexibility and cost, Right. We pick a certain vendor because of features or because of cost or because of performance. We don't necessarily pick a certain vendor because of security or that they've built the most secure systems. And so we've sort of been on this explosion of IT and across multi-clouds, as you pointed out, Gerard, over the last dozen years or so, security has been a bit of an afterthought, I think, to a lot of people. The priorities have been faster, more, sooner, and oh, by the way, cheaper, not more secure. And I think we're we're all kind of waking up to the fact that uh, the the cyber criminals have not stopped. They've, They've continued to get better. Well, I think this is changing. I mean, talking with my clients, you know, yes, faster, better, whatever. Actually, the differentiator now is no more faster. I mean, everybody has an EDME, everybody has good management tools. I mean, everybody, also all the vendors, 
have their 10 million IOPS somewhere to show to somebody. So now the things are changing. You know, security is top of the list of any kind of conversation. And, uh, and of course, data management is another point that, you know, just a couple of years ago was, you know, yes and no. They, they didn't know how much data they were managing where. Uh, but now it's one of the first questions. So now they know, they don't know where the data is and they want to understand where the data is, what the, you know, who is accessing it, why, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, the conversation is totally different. I mean, so if you want to differentiate yourself as a vendor, you have to talk differently to the user, but the users at the same point are maturing and they want to understand more about their data, not just the storage itself. And I think it helps too, again, from working in different spaces and whatnot. And and we talk about enterprise today, it always goes back at least a portion of it to the user, right? Like clicking that email, make that one machine on your fleet that's on the network, that's all it takes. And just like that, just like that, you're hit. And I think what's great is, and I've, I've done it personally and, you know, running campaigns, right? Like that's what I've seen more the last few years, running email, running phishing campaigns and running things to educate a lot of the users because it's so easy to click on something. So if we educate them to the basic things, it won't be overnight, right? Like we don't, I don't expect them to, you know, to be like how to break down the data. That's why we're the experts. But what's nice about it is if we can educate them with even the smallest things that helps us and everything go a much longer way, I feel. And so I think that my concern though, is that if we all agree that um, the secret to security is to uh, basically reach those, uh, the applications, the end users, the business. Storage doesn't traditionally do any of that. Storage is traditionally, uh, you know, locked in the basement, you know, metaphorically speaking. And, and that's why I always, always skeptical when storage systems come out with capabilities sort of in a vacuum. My, my opinion is that, um, you know, it, it is much, much more important even more important than exactly what those systems do and what capabilities they have, that the capabilities are something that can be used and exposed to uh, up the stack. And that's why, you know, that's why I thought of this premise, honestly, because in my opinion, I just feel like, um, you know, storage is pretty much the wrong place to try to rely on uh, security capabilities. Yes, they should be implemented there, but they need to be used and activated and integrated uh, far up the stack by people who know what they're doing, people who, uh, you know, consultants and, and, and people who work with the business, people who work with users and, and, and the business units to, to make those features useful. And just, just to go with what you said, you had said it maybe a few minutes ago, you know, you'll, you'll get an EDR solution, right? Or something we integrate into our environment. And they'll be like, oh, by the way, we have the storage piece. And more often than not, they don't implement it. They don't utilize it because they're, because again, you get so sidetracked, you know, and that's key. That's why, you know, as you said, if you have those consultants to make sure to educate, because again, you may have extra features that we're not utilizing and we're not leveraging to the most of our advantage. Well, I mean, to, to your point, Stephen, also storage is important to have a, you know, the entire stack protected or secured because, you know, every system, uh, when we look at the, at the reliability of a system, you know, is the less reliable component that makes the reliability of the entire system. So attackers, bad actors, they know where to find, you know, uh, any weakness uh, uh, of the system. So they will attack there. If storage is weak, then this is the first point of attack. It could be an administrator password, like admin, 
Yes. When they try it, they will try it. So uh, again, we need uh, uh, two-factor authentication just to access the system. But also on the you know upper layers, we need all the necessary uh, security features to avoid uh, data tampering of all sorts. So again, we need total integration, yes. But I, I think also we need to understand that we have to secure all the stack. So, and even how the storage talks with the, with the rest of the world, it's important. Yeah, there, agree with everything that, that's been said. It's, it's interesting, you know, security is one area. I don't know that I can think of another in the IT ecosystem. Security is really an area where the old cliche of people, process, and technology really come together. You can't really do security at scale with just people and technology. You can, but to Gerard's point, uh, large enterprises or even small small to medium businesses are one person shops. All I have to do is click on that, that email, that ransomware, and their data, regardless of how large the organization is, is now a, a, a captive. So yeah, it's really challenging to, to teach proper security hygiene at, at scale or, or even you know on a small scale today. Um, when so many things are distributed. One thing that happens to me all the time is that when I talk about data security, uh, it takes me a few minutes to, to let them understand why we are talking about data security. So many organizations are still thinking about the perimeter. But actually, if you, if you are experiencing a ransomware attack, it means that the uh, attack has started months before. So what did they do in these months? Did they steal your data? Did they... Uh, I mean, use the data, copy the data for uh, for uh, and sold it in uh, somewhere. So the only asset that is really important for your company today is the data. You can buy a new array. I mean, but but you can buy your data back. So yes, you there is a ransom. But again, if they made a copy of everything, so in the end, I think that again. It's important to evaluate all these aspects and still, you know, many companies think about the perimeter. So the infrastructure, more on the, uh, about the data, while actually the, the problem is, you know, again, twofold. So we have to think about all the aspects of data infrastructure. And kind of to kind of wrap that up is one thing I love, one of my many loves, just to touch on it, is this is why, I've, I've, among other reasons, I fell in love with automation. Because the more I could automate, then it, it, it drives me back to that point. Okay, so I haven't looked at this, not me personally, but you know, if we haven't looked at this, okay, we can automate X, Y, and Z. Let's shift our focus back to, okay, implementing better, like as you said, security hygiene, better products and solutions that could aid us with this, and then really tailor it to our environment better. So the more we can automate that, at least my opinion, the more we can automate, the better, the more focus we can have on the bigger task at hand. I totally agree. I mean, I think automation orchestration is part of that. And also things like machine learning um, really are giving administrators, operations folks, a, a leg up against, especially against cyber threats, because of one of the points Enrico made is the volume of data, and Stephen mentioned it, Yeah, whether it's human-created data or machine-to-machine -machine data, is just far too much for us to, to actually overlook anymore, manage anymore. Yeah, one other thing that we, we have to take into account is consistency across platforms. So, Again, if you think about, okay, now I think about security for one system in a way and for the other system in, with totally different tools and totally different methodologies, it becomes a real you know, mess. So it's become complicated. 
So you have to find something that on top of everything make you, you know, uh, apply policies on a, you know, in an automated way and gives you all the tools to think about your storage state in the same way. Then not everything works in the same way, but actually you have to, you know, you have to apply whatever it's possible to all your storage system, to all your storage asset in the same way and have similar information. So you have similar reports and everything. So this is why you have to build the platform or you have to have everything integrated, not only vertically, but also horizontally. I don't want to make it too complicated, but actually I hope I explained it well. So Pete, one of the things that I'd like to ask you actually is you're somebody who's been working with a lot of companies on this question. how does it come out in your discussions when you're going to companies and, and talking to them about their security posture and how they can address the, the many serious demands that are on them about, uh, you know, ransomware protection and, and you know, endpoint, uh, just, you know, how do you, how do you deal with this? It's, it's a challenge. So, you know, Dell being such a large provider, why we, we, develop and deliver and sell and support any kind of IT infrastructure from laptops to storage to everything. Um, But our customers, whether they're small and medium businesses or governments or large customers are all struggling sort of how this discussion has gone with where to start. You know, they've all modernized their data center to some degree. Maybe that's been their storage environment. Maybe it's been their data protection environment. Um, But regardless, ransomware in particular, in terms of um, uh, attack vectors, has really been top of mind for folks because it's it's a bit insidious as as a user, right? It's very low risk for the attacker, very low cost in many cases, very low risk. If the if you know they don't get a hit, they go to the next potential victim. But for users, as you mentioned, it's very it's very high risk. So customers are looking for a few things. They're looking for consistency. Um, that is both at the micro level, so building security into systems, whether it's a server or a storage system or an array. Um, root of trust at the silicon level, right? We need to be concerned about our suppliers as well um, and our supply chain. So it goes well beyond the technology. So ensuring that security is built in and then ensuring, I think, to all of your points, it's enforced consistently and we have a consistent set of tools across the IT ecosystem. We're not there today. I don't think any vendor is there today because part of the reason is this patchwork that we've built. We've picked best of breed if I'm a customer, and that is usually from multiple vendors. Um, I think another interesting development is is the other end of this, which is the regulators. you know, healthcare, financial services, the traditional regulated industries is kind of where compliance and regulatory issues started. Today, we're seeing things like um, Sheltered Harbor, which is an initiative in the financial financial uh, services industry, but it really defines how an organization has to protect its data and also has to be able to recover its data. So I think you know, there's also some impetus for governments, nation states, et cetera, to set some better standards around data security and how, um, you know, all of us are really uh, holding on to data, right? Those of us who are, are protectors of data or users of data have some responsibility in that as well. I was thinking about uh, 
another thing. I mean, we usually think about the cloud and uh, you know our, our on-premises stuff, but actually, with everything you're saying, especially when you talk about regulators, think about you know healthcare. The edge in healthcare is something huge, okay? Because you have more and more of these small ambulatories, hospitals everywhere. They they have their locally infrastructure, a lot of storage they are creating medical images, everything. I mean, and they have to store it locally for access and then to replicate it remotely for you know archiving or whatever. So and they have to keep it forever, etc. etc. So a lot of issues. But actually these are the uh, uh, you know brings the, the security problem to another level. I mean uh, and uh, and the same goes for probably many other organizations. So you have now remote access of users that are working from home more often than in the past. So again, your storage system, yes. So we, we have you know some uh, uh, regulation and everything, but actually it's the before regulations come the, uh, comes the common sense of, of the enterprise, comes the the fact that you have to impose. A security posture that is, you know, different from two, five, ten years ago, and and that and that's that's in general something that everybody has to think. That's a really good point, Enrico, because of course the applications and the infrastructure that we're using today is very different from what uh, you know traditional data center uh, was, and so rather than you know talking about sort of the the classic you know, three, uh, three pillars of, of data center infrastructure. Um, we're talking about um, software as a service. We're talking about platform as a service. We're talking about multi-site, multinational. We're talking about um, applications that span data centers and span clouds. Uh, all of this changes the security posture dramatically. Yeah, indeed. I mean, so many... Many of my clients are planning to move uh, uh, like 40 to 60% of their data center to the cloud in the next few years. But this doesn't change much because, you know, the, the data center is shrinking and probably it will shrink even more because the edge, so you're moving some stuff out uh, to the edge to, uh, because all of the issues that we have to move too much data between sites. And so you, what you create at the edge probably stays at the edge or at least part of it. And then you have all these SaaS application, everything that could come uh, here. So the, 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 your entire infrastructure is much more distributed than in the past. And this creates, you know, something. And we didn't touch on the data governance, for example. That is another big issue. But it's, again, part of the, the security discussion. Because you want to be sure that your data stays where you want it to stay. And, of course, that... Uh, Governance brings the the question of compliance, and so again, uh, and sorry, I I'm repeat myself here, saying you need data management to think about data security, and data security is key for a good data management. Yeah, and I just want to wrap that up with my point, which is to keep it short and sweet. You know, it's being in that in the healthcare space for six seven years. You know, I was educated to a lot of things and saw. You know, we could. The horror stories be forever, but having PCI compliance, being HIPAA compliant, the data, how to segment it. And, and, you know, and you look, we got, you know, there was, you know, having small breaches. I mean, there was a hospital locally that got hit. It, it's a real thing. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, that was sort of circling back to one of my earlier points. It was easy 20 years ago to protect the data center when the data center had six walls, right? Today, the, there is no perimeter. It's everywhere. IT is everywhere. 
data is everywhere and therefore security has to be everywhere as well. I think both built in and also uh, ex external as well from a management perspective. So I guess um, getting back to our premise, uh, does security be, need to be built into the entire stack? I'm kind of feeling like there's an it depends answer, but I, I'm also kind of feeling like it's more yes than no. Uh, Enrico, what do you think? Yes, at any level, both vertically and horizontally. As I said at the very beginning, infrastructure is, is a part of the security uh, that you have to care about, but also, you know, uh, data, the data side of things, the business side of things is another very key element of your security uh, strategy. That said, I think that, you know, again, integration between the components and, uh, and having a platform for data management allows you to, to build a better security, data security uh, strategy as well. Yeah, uh, coming from a security guy, and I'm going to say it, it's not something we could just throw at. It's not a one size fits all, but without question, it does need to be implemented at every level. And I'm talking, as you said, from the infrastructure level of the business to how we, if there's a physical building in a location or a co-location, how you get through the door, because that's just how I view it. But yeah, we need it. We need it at every level, especially with the newer threats that are arising and they're happening as we speak. I totally agree with you guys, uh, fellas, as well. It's got a security's got to be built in, not bolted on, uh, but it also has to be holistic in, in a sense, regardless of how a, an organization chooses to run their environment. Yeah, and, and also I'll just add one more thing, and that's that uh, things are changing and the infrastructure is changing, and it's very easy to let this stuff sort of slip through the back door uh, if you don't uh, aren't aware of what the... Uh, modern uh, state of your enterprise and your applications looks like. And so make sure that you're uh, looking at things regularly to make to, to, to check and, and see if uh, some of your valuable assets are outside the walls and, uh, and, and using different infrastructure than you may have guessed. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this has been a great, uh, great discussion. Before we go, I want to give you a chance to uh, let us know where can we connect with you and continue this conversation. Uh, Pete? We'll start with you. Thanks, Stephen. So with Dell, you can search for Dell Security Solutions anywhere you'd like. And for me personally, you can find me at Pete Gare on Twitter and also Pete Gare on LinkedIn. So as I said, you know, I'm definitely honored to be here. I love talking to security, all things infrastructure. You can find me on Twitter at G Cavalinas, LinkedIn, Gerard.Cavalinas. And I'm the founder of TechHouse 570. Yeah, you can find me uh, on gigam.com or any... Uh, social media, LinkedIn, or Twitter. The easiest way is to search my name on uh, on Google because pronunciation could be uh, could lead you to to the wrong uh, account. And as for me, you'll find me at uh, these podcasts here with Gestalt IT, along with uh, other uh, podcasts and our weekly news rundown. Uh, I'm Stephen Foskett, uh, publisher of Gestalt IT. Uh, you'll also find me at uh, the Tech Field Day events. Uh, if you enjoyed this discussion, uh, please do share it uh, with your friends and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And while you're in your favorite podcast application, also look for our Utilizing Tech podcast as well as our weekly IT news rundown. This podcast is brought to you by Dell in association with gestaltit.com, your home for IT coverage from across the enterprise. For show notes and more episodes, go to gestaltit.com slash podcast. 